0: is Rosie, and I'm here with my co-host and husband Jeremy. And today we're talking to Elena. So I'll pass it over to Jeremy to introduce her. But thank you so much for joining us, and we really hope you enjoyed the episode.
1: Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Thank you, Elena, for being with us today.
2: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, we. I think we first saw you at a Mind Valley meetup. Uh about one year ago or whenever it was a few months ago. (laughs) Wow, definitely
2: a year ago at this point. Yeah, with Jason, yeah.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, I I, I remember that you quickly gave like a little um a little bit about your story. Um and how you got to Miami and everything and and yeah when we started the podcast we we're like we need to interview Alina to to, to know a <laughs> bit more about it because um, that's definitely a, an interesting one Um, so let's just jump into it um, if you want to maybe give us a little uh, yeah background about you uh, where you come from and how did you end up in Miami and how did you end up doing what you're doing now Tell us about it
2: absolutely yeah absolutely so um i'm originally from russia i was born actually in belarus and when i was four i came to the u.s and most of my life i lived in new york and northern new jersey and uh, at about 25 years old i realized like i kind of had everything that i always was working for um I had a really good job in corporate, and I had a really nice apartment with my best friend. Um, and things were pretty good, but I just, I wasn't really feeling fulfilled. And so I ended up having a little bit of a health issue, which led me to make some changes and just little, little adjustments. Um, I decided to take a yoga class, which I had taken in the past um, here and there. You know, I was always trying new things with the gym and whatnot. Uh, And this particular instructor, she was more spiritual. You know, sometimes I think yoga can be more like athletic, um, different degrees of spirituality. And this particular instructor, she incorporated meditation in the beginning of the yoga class and at the end. And That's when I felt a really big shift for myself and I became more introspective and I started asking myself some questions like, you know, if I have all of these things and I'm not too happy, then what would make me happy? (laughs) It sounds so simple, but, um, you know, to be honest with you, I think leading up to that point, a lot of my life was on autopilot. So I was introduced to like the law of attraction. I don't know how familiar you guys are. I feel like a a lot of people kind of know that concept. I was introduced to that when I was 16. So I always kind of understood like your thoughts, create your reality and be positive, you know. Um, But I think what was happening was I was still kind of doing things unconsciously. So Mm. kind of seeking approval from my family, from society and Checking all the boxes, so I had this thought. I was like, okay, maybe I just quit my job and move to Bali and just kind of <laughs> leave it all for a little bit. <laughs> um, and then something about that didn't feel quite right for me, and so I started asking myself some questions, like, okay, why Bali? So I thought I want to deepen my spiritual practice. And I would love to be in a tropical environment. You know, I grew up always in the Northeast, which (laughs) is harsh winters and very, you know, um, rushed type of attitude. Tropical environment came to mind. And um, I was living in Jersey City, which is right outside of New York City. And I always wanted to be in a major city, but New York kind of just like never happened for me. So I started to do the work. Um, I was at the time I was kind of doing shadow work, which I didn't realize what that was, and I guess we could get into that a little bit more later on um but basically, after four or five months of like a lot of meditating and journaling and reading and watching videos and talking to people, and I also got myself a life coach, which is what I do now <laughs> <laughs> um i saw the opportunity to move through my job at the time to Miami. And I just got chills because like, <laughs> everything my whole life changed. And, you know, a lot of people might look at it like I moved to Miami and found my joy. But really, I found my joy. And then that manifested physically in what in Miami. Because a lot of people come to Miami and they don't find happiness. They find, you know, yeah. um yeah. You know, like a lot of other stuff that's actually a huge distraction. But I found truly like an incredible community of kind spiritual people who have supported me and lifted me to what I, to give me the confidence to do what I do now, which I am absolutely in love with.
1: So when, when was that? That was two years ago, three
2: years ago? Yeah. So I actually, um, I just hit. I'm. I'm about to hit two years in Miami.
3: Okay.
2: Um. But the whole transition uh, of moving here was probably like two and a half years ago. Okay. So that's when I actually started to see the. You know, the manifestation. I guess in in the physical yeah. world.
1: Okay, and so you 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 said that in. Your, I'm gonna say your previous life, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. your previous job. You, you didn't feel like fulfilled and and happy, even if you checked the boxes, like you you had a good job mm-hmm. and and etc. Um, what what was missing? Like what what did you feel was missing then?
2: Um. So actually what started happening was i think a really big important part of my journey is finding peace where i was um because what was missing was i felt like i wasn't utilizing my fullest potential uh in what i was doing and i was with the company for a really long time especially for people i think our age i was at the end, when I left, I was there for seven and a half years. Uh, It it was amazing company, it was progressive um, insurance, and they really, they have amazing, like, diverse, they taught me so much, like, amazing diversity, work environment, they really take care of their people, and they are growing, so I always had, like, different opportunities, and I think for the first, like, five years, I was super, like, climbing the ladder. Like I was doing all these different roles and I was really, it was really exciting, you know, getting promoted and things like that. And then when I hit like a management level, um, I was coaching people, which I really loved, obviously I was coaching them to do the job. And when you, when you coach people to do the job, you coach like a lot deeper than now, or at least I did. <laughs> um, I actually, a lot of people who I used to work with are involved now, like in my community that I created, um, for, with my business, which is really beautiful. Um, but yeah, I think what I was missing was that it just it felt it felt really like sh- like kind of shallow and high level for me. I felt like I could do more than what I was doing um, with what was what the universe has given me as an individual. And so what actually happened was when I started getting really into meditation, I asked my my managers if I can bring meditation into the workplace um in jersey and i started doing that there every week we would do a 15 minute meditation that i would lead and then when i came to florida i brought that to florida and then it uh, south florida is like the biggest area of the business and um i actually brought it to a few different offices Mm -hmm. and it took on life of its own they're still doing it um i haven't been there for like six months now (laughs) (laughs) um but i hear they're still doing it which is awesome because it is such a beautiful practice um but uh, that was the start of everything that's happening now is just like not waiting until something happens to do what you want to do just finding a way to integrate it now and start generating those feelings now
3: yeah
0: so talk to us about what you actually do now because we're kind of skirted around it a little bit tell us what you do and hmm Yeah, what impact it has on your life as well as other people.
2: Absolutely. So when I left uh, my corporate job, this was in December 27th, it was. So it's been like six, seven months. Um, Leading up to my resignation, I I was starting a company. um, And my company is called Office Flow Consulting. And the idea was to do what I did for Progressive and bring it to different offices, like bring the meditation workshops, practices, mindfulness to different offices.
1: It's a great Um, idea. I I think it's a great idea, by the way.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a really the timing works out nicely because even though my own practice started like really like four years ago, um, probably even before that, now I feel like there's a lot of acceptance and conversation about it. So it was good. It was good timing for that. Um, but then when, you know, 2020 started, (laughs) uh, I feel like, I feel like any second I'm going to wake up from this dream and go back to the office. Like (laughs) when, when I left, when I left the office is when like the world just really changed. Like it shifted with all this stuff that is happening right now. And, um, basically I was. I was doing a lot of marketing for my company and one of the things i was doing was i participated in miami retreat um, which is uh, an event where it's promoting health and wellness physical Mm -hmm. and mental and my role for that particular event that day was to do one-on-one meditations with people like micro Mm -hmm. 15-minute meditations i would guide them based on something that they are working on personally and then the event was canceled because quarantine had just started and I decided that I'm going to still do the uh, meditations, but virtually. And I posted on my social media uh, schedule and I was like, hey, claim a spot if you want to do a one-on-one meditation together over the phone. And what ended that. up happening was, you remember that? <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> So my day filled up completely and I ended up even doing some more the following days. And what I realized was like, I wasn't just teaching meditation, I was like talking to people about their lives and um, showing them how this practice can help them with clarity in the moment, feel better now and then actually make some changes. And the year prior, I had gotten my coaching certification through I don't know if you've ever heard of it uh, Institute of integrative nutrition. So it's like, um, they, they do teach a lot about nutrition, but it's also holistic well-being. So a lot of people do go off from there to be like, you know, coaches in all different realms. And so I said, you know what, let me, like, I got a lot of good feedback. So I said, let me, um, post that. I'll take on three clients and those spots filled and so I created a framework and now I am a life coach
1: (laughs) that's amazing how how you managed to pivot like something happened like you 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 had to adapt and to adjust to the to this new life (laughs) And, and, and and create revenue and create something for you and you just made it happen like that's that's amazing.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so it's, quickly as it's well. It's really crazy. Like when you when you're in an expanded state <laughs> and you're just viewing things that are happening from a neutral space. Um, you, you tend to see opportunities a little bit more clearly. Uh, and the other thing, so so I do coaching and it started with one-on-one coaching and then I wanted my clients to meet. So um, this week I actually just launched a community called the Pocket Yoda Social Club.
3: The and yesterday. it's for, <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, yesterday. So it started as a space for all of my clients to meet and um, now it's open for anyone to join on a monthly subscription basis. And it's basically people who are interested in like spiritual psychology and conscious living, you know, being aware of their emotions and working through not just the fluffy positive stuff, but like those tough moments. Cause there's a lot of beauty in those darker parts of us, um, which is shadow work. <laughs> um, and then something else that happened this year was when I did leave my corporate job, I had some more flexibility in my schedule, and I took a few DJ lessons. Um, And I ended up investing in some equipment. And because I shared my journey on social media, people started to ask me to play different events. And so now I actually do that as another part of my, I don't know what you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm actually, I'm a resident DJ at a a spot in downtown Miami now and then I do private events like I love to do ecstatic dance like a cow ceremony type of events like tribal house music stuff like that um so that's my other uh, my other thing
1: (laughs) it's amazing how you I mean a lot of people not collapsed but went down with everything going on and, and and felt lost and with no job and everything and and it's amazing how you manage to use those three months three four mm. three months <laughs> mm. uh, to to shift everything around and actually to create like a sustainable lifestyle business for yourself from your home and are are you thinking about going back to the corporate after that i mean if if we, if we can one day or no way like the whole office Not meditation right. thing is <laughs> no
2: Oh, that, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's definitely, I thought you meant like back into insurance. Oh, no, no, um, no,
1: no, I mean the, the <laughs> yeah, going back to the office and oh, teach meditation. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah,
2: absolutely. It's all, it's all aligned for me. And that's been a big part of my journey and a big part of what I coach. It's everything that I coach is just finding alignment in everything that you do. And that's. I see it like office flow was like my window of like, cause it's really scary to make that jump. I don't know if you guys like have been in a corporate environment in the past. Well, yeah, um, I've but been, when you yeah, have that, like, you. yeah. So, I mean, in my experience, especially being there for seven years and having that programming that like, this is security and this is, uh, success. You know, having to redefine all of that and then go out and recreate it is really scary. <laughs> um, but but once you like once you take those actions, it starts to make a lot more sense, and you realize that you're really supported if you're doing things with you know intention and awareness. Um, so for me, Office Flow was kind of like I felt comfortable, like leaving to say I'm doing this. Uh, and then that just opened up uh, the just the flood floodgates open yeah. from there. Um, but that's definitely still something I'm passionate about. And now, well, things were starting to open up a little bit. I, I was getting a few uh, inquiries about it, um, you know, working with companies and groups. And I definitely um, I'm going to keep doing that as well.
1: Yeah. And I guess it could be also interesting because that's a good way for you to get clients for your life coaching in one-on-one now it's, it's yeah, you, you'll give them absolutely. like a sneak peek and 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 they can work on yeah you, so. absolutely
2: and that's actually um that already happened because in january i um was working with the we work in south beach um and actually one of the members who was attending my meditations at that time ended up being one of my one-on-one clients all right so uh, you're absolutely right. It's it's
1: exposure for sure. Yeah. And so when you what? How can I turn this question? Uh, <laughs> I've got it in my head, but I can't get it out. Um, no. What's the message you want to bring when you go to those companies? Um, so b- because you're you're trying to help the the staff, the employees to feel better in the work environment or you're more trying to speak to like the, the direction, the management people to set up a different environment for the employee. What's, what's your, which way you're going?
2: Yeah. So it really depends on like what the client is looking for. Um, but at the end of the day, like ultimately the bottom line is I'm, my goal is to bring an experience to as many individuals as possible for them to feel at peace and connected with themselves however that looks like whether they want to do that as a standalone workshop or an ongoing basis the original concept of office flow is that it would be an ongoing like weekly Mm
3: -hmm.
2: practice whether it's me coming in or an associate of mine coming in or me training somebody in their office to actually Mm -hmm facilitate that without me, Um, the idea was to bring it as a regular practice, which is what I did when I was working in corporate, I did that as a regular practice, people were really like, learn to look forward to it and take it home with them and practice more at home. So that's really the idea is to introduce people in an experiential way. So not coming in like with a PowerPoint and explaining the benefits, but saying like, hey, try this, and then I'll tell you what you just felt. (laughs)
1: That's okay. Cool. All right. I see. So yeah, it's in a way with your, with your experience, you, I guess the goal is to raise an, a level of awareness that eventually yeah. is going to have an impact at multiple level in a company. But it's going to come from the individual that may be opening up to a bunch of things, whatever it is. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's, it's connecting okay. people to their authenticity. And when people are able to be authentic, they just, they, Perform so much better um, when they feel that connection, no matter what they do, no matter what the industry is.
1: Yeah. Okay. I see. All right. Because then, you know,
2: what was happening too is so I actually did my uh, my thesis for my master's on my own program for meditation in the workplace, and I did like in depth interviews with my regular participants and. Oh some really interesting stuff came through. And one of the more interesting things that that just made me think of is that people said they were actually better able to connect with their customers because they were better connected with themselves.
3: Mm. So,
2: you know, I was working in auto claims. So it's a really stressful landscape, you know, people are missing their cars, people are hurt, you know, they feel wronged, And so as the adjuster, a lot of times you are playing a like the role of a therapist as well for these people. And you're explaining sometimes difficult messages to them like that they're at fault when they don't feel like they're at fault. So when people have that connection with themselves and they're, you know, here, like they're calm, that message comes across much differently than if they're scared, you know, or they're not resonating with the customer. So it it actually has like a lot more benefits than
0: meet the eye that's so interesting yeah (laughs) so what is shadow work um so
2: shadow work is um facing that stuff that's not really um super fun uh, to to put it lightly so for example uh i'll give you an example with my own with my own journey is that so long as i can remember i've been regarded as like a positive person um, but for many years, I was what what is called like spiritually bypassing. So I was just like focusing on the positives, but I wasn't actually facing the parts of me that were creating my limiting beliefs. So thinking about like, you know, my relationship with my parents or my past experiences that have created certain uh, models of the world for me. So it's kind of looking back at, at the things that are not really that pleasant and facing that stuff um, and doing so like feeling the, the negative emotions. I use negative loosely, <laughs> like the, the lower vibrational emotions, like sitting in them and not trying to distract yourself with. And that's something that I was doing as well, you know, going out, drinking and um, like, uh, just distracting myself from the things that I needed to face in order to mm. move through it. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, so I, I guess
1: everyone we 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 tend to either like numb our some stuff yes. or mm. or like you said, like, I look for distraction. Uh, it can be going out, it can be doing sports, it can be watching TV, it can be anything. Yes. Yeah, we, yes. we 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 tend to keep our brain busy so we don't look at mm. all the shit we don't want to see it's like oh yes, i'll deal with you later exactly.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. exactly and those are the exact things that are keeping us from achieving our dreams or even knowing what they are and that was a big for me from in my experience that was a huge realization when like i told you guys in the very beginning that I was like, okay, if this isn't making me happy, what would make me happy? I, like, basically released so much of my control to expectations of myself that I didn't even stop to think about what I might like or what I might be good at or what, my, what I might mm-hmm. like to do. Um, so that's what I do with my clients in the coaching. We do um, we do some, like, inner child work. So um, are you guys familiar with, with like, the inner child reparenting so showing up for yourself like kind of thinking about how your relationship with your parents molded who you are having the awareness for that and then showing up for yourself as your own parent for the inner child that still lives within you because we all still have that kid inside yes. of us um, and when we're able to connect with our inner child that is very much there whether you're suppressing them or you're entertaining them like they're there when we build that connection through meditation through playing through releasing blame through forgiveness life is like such a different experience (laughs) and that's the transformational part um because my programs are people typically sign sign up for like one or three months um and after that like it's it's a transformation like they don't need me anymore after that because they have tapped into something that once you feel it, it's with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's similar to what I've done with gratitude training. Uh, I have like, heard
2: about that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what sense. that entails, but I've heard a bit about that. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, in a sense, what what you're saying resonates like Mm. going back to some childhood stuff and and looking into it and and reflecting how it's impacting your life right now and who you are as a person right now because xyz happened when you are two three four five six eight years old whatever it Mm -hmm. was and how it's impacting your life right now and how I don't know something happened when you were a kid and it seems totally unrelevant but now it's it created this self-limiting belief and 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 yep. you're not doing I don't know, living your life because of this little thing that happened twenty years ago or forty years ago or yes, whatever. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's insane. It's scary. It <laughs> is it Yeah, is. it is tough to to dive into that and to question and and I mean yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of crying and screaming and <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So.
2: Absolutely. But it's it's really beautiful work, it's the best possible gift that you can give to yourself.
1: I I feel what's like what what, I, what I'm taking from it was also just the awareness more than the actual uh, change he created it's more like now I can see where things are coming from and and I'm not just ignoring it or numbing it or whatever i Mm -hmm. i I feel like i'm a bit more present and i can see what's there and then i i can decide to take action or no whatever it is but just to see it because sometimes we we take things for granted and we just think it's life it's it is what it is you know there's nothing i can do about it when when actually once you realize (laughs) it yeah you 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 can do something about it (laughs) every every time
2: absolutely that's like the um internal uh, locus of control It's just like knowing that like that's where for me that's where confidence comes from is just knowing that no matter what's happening in your environment is you can handle it like no matter what it is you know you can figure it out and it's actually interesting because when I decided to start sharing my journey on social media years ago um, I changed my handle on Instagram to Alina Souk uh, and that's the my first name and the first four letters of my last name. And then I was like, let me just look this up online to make sure it doesn't have any like negative connotation. <laughs> <laughs> and actually what I found was super interesting. So, um this I got this tattoo on my wrist and um in Sanskrit, sukha, which is the first five letters of my last name, means authentic lasting happiness regardless of external circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> You so, could have made the shit up. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the crazier part is that my last name is Suharenko. but when we came to the US and they made our um, English spelling, um, they added a K. Like they added the S U K H. When there's really no K, it's Suharenko. but for some reason they put a K there. But them putting that K there created the Sanskrit word for <laughs> happiness. <laughs>
1: yeah that yeah you can make this up
2: (laughs) i know it makes me feel like i'm in that it's it's like a true like weird moment where i'm like you know i anyone who knows me well like i talk about the truman show a lot i don't know if you guys have seen that movie with jim carrey when that when that happened i was like looking around i was like all right who's responsible for this (laughs) (laughs) this can't be this can't be but you know it is (laughs) Mm. You really can't make it up.
1: <laughs> it's it's interesting what you've been talking about because um yeah like before the job I've got right now uh, mm-hmm. so right now I work for like a small startup a French company and I've been there for six years now yeah it's gonna uh-huh. be six years in December. <clears throat> before that, uh, I I worked in like. <laughs> old fashioned company, multiple ones, but like mm-hmm. bigger companies. And and also it's coming from my education. It's like I've been told like, you know, if you good if you do good at school, you'd get a good office job and you're gonna get mm-hmm. a good salary and you're gonna be working a good nine to five and you know like you won't have to worry about it too much, but it's gonna bring you money and, and you can buy a house and blah 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 and, and tick all the boxes like you said and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And 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 I've been raised in a way that your job doesn't have to make you happy. You just have to pay the bills and, and, and pay for life, you know? Uh yep. and it's 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 not about happiness and all this shit. That's just mm-hmm. I don't know who, who stuff you don't mind about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when, and, and and that's what I've been doing for yeah, five years. Like before working for the company I'm at right now. Like, my job was my job. It was Mm -hmm. something bringing money every month and paying the rent and and the food and the holidays. But that was it. There was no much enjoyment and anything like that. Uh, When Mm -hmm. I've been lucky to find this job by a miracle. and, and, Mm -hmm. And the managers, like, really showed me that actually you can have fun every day at your job and you can be paid to do something that you love doing and yes, and you can learn 100%. and grow and 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 yeah I mean I didn't expect to come to Miami with it but here we are <laughs> six years there later like we're in Miami there thanks to it, it's like what <laughs> um, yes. but yeah and, and that's something actually that I would love later in the future and it's been in my mind for a while but I don't know how I don't know what form is gonna take but I've seen what it is to be like not super happy at your job and 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 mm-hmm. seeing people saying that yeah it's just a job and it doesn't matter if I'm happy or not when actually it does matter because you're yeah. gonna be spending 40 years pretty much working like yeah. in your life I mean that's like half ish 40% of your life uh, mm-hmm. it's a bit stupid to waste it And not to enjoy it I mean it's a big part of your life like you should enjoy it at least a little bit (laughs) at least a little bit Uh,
2: yeah absolutely so I'm I'm a huge uh I think you guys know huge Alan Watts fan
0: (laughs) I was gonna ask you about Alan Watts
2: (laughs) yeah I was gonna say it was only a matter of time that that came through but one of my favorite concepts that he shares is that you know the the secret to life is being present in the work that you're doing and instead of looking at it as work looking at it as play um you know so like when you're just able to be present in whatever you're doing and like that's that's how I created my shift is you know I I had like a really specific moment where I was sitting in uh in an audit like in a conference room and these two managers were like arguing over a a file score it was like a very minuscule like 0.5 like discussion and i remember just sitting there thinking like who cares like why are they so passionate about this this is crazy but then i realized that like you know our world needs all different types of people and like i was working in insurance and insurance is really important for our how our society functions because people get into accidents and then they need to be made whole and whatever It's, it's a system and we need people who care if this score is a difference of 0. 0.5, because that's what makes the company work well, right? And then that's when I realized, like, that's just not what I care that much about. But it's amazing that these people, like, are able to find, you know, enjoyment in whatever this conversation. Yeah, They're really passionate it, about yeah. it. Yeah, so that's when I was like, okay, this is, this is not for me, but, like, I was like, I'm going to be present here. And I just, I saw them like being present in what they're talking about. And so I became present in my own work. And even though I wasn't like in love with it, I just became present with it. And that helped me to bring something that I do like into the space. And then everything kind of just like went from there. So, um, Yeah. yeah. So no matter where you're at in your journey with whether you like your job or not, I think it all just starts with like you said like awareness and then you always have a choice you can always take some kind of action and doesn't have to be big it can be something it should in fact i use sh- i don't you like to use words like <laughs> should and need but i i think it's a positive thing to make tiny changes at first
1: and like you said the beginning also it's about living your life in autopilot uh mm-hmm. like so, so many people like get out of college get a job and and then you know, they just wait, oh, I'm supposed to get married now. Uh, now I'm supposed to buy an apartment, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, oh, I'm I'm turning 30 soon, so I need to have and a then kid. Then and then crisis. Like, yeah, and then at 40, you realize you hate everything. And, like, it's, it's, it's like a fucking book. It's like, but so many people are trapped into this narrative. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. And,
2: <laughs> exactly. And then people don't stop to think about who they are. And that's such a shame because we all were brought into this world with just with gifts to share. And so that's why, when I start with my clients, the first thing that we do on the first call is we talk about values. We talk about like, what's important to you, not what is, what your parents said is important or what, what you've been reading about is important. Like, what is important to you? What do you like? You know, and then that turns into like your compass when you're making decisions, but it also kind of becomes like a menu in a way because you're like, okay, these are the things I like. And then you put energy into that and then it grows. Um, But it's just like such a simple thing because I always, I say like most people have an answer ready if you ask them, what's your favorite movie or what's your favorite color? Like a lot of people like they know (laughs) (laughs) because those are questions that are asked a lot, you know? but um if you ask somebody what their values
0: are yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not something that you ever ask even yourself let alone ask somebody else like okay what's yeah, actually it's... really important to me like yeah. personally it's not something i ever really ask myself but yeah it's amazing it's... that you bring that to the table and like bring awareness to it and, like, to it and get people to actually think yeah about it's just changing the narrative
2: exactly and like everyone that i've not everyone but like a lot of people i've had this conversation that i've worked with they're like i started asking people that question and it's not about like, oh you don't know, you suck. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. no, let's talk about it. Like let's say you don't know? All right, let's talk about it. Like, you know, what what brings you joy? What do you um you know what do you like to see more of in your life when you're doing this? How do you feel? do, do
1: you know what it made me think is that uh I think uh, I've seen now the first time in a book, I think, from the the minimalists. Um, mm-hmm. It's when, I mean, ninety nine percent of the time, if you ask someone what you do in life, mm-hmm. the answer is like, my job is that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm asking someone like, what you do? What do you do in your life? I mean, life is really broad. It, the answer to this question, if you think about it can be a lot of different things but we define ourselves with our job like Mm -hmm. that's what i do like that's my life when Mm -hmm. i I think it's a bit sad in a way (laughs) that we we define ourselves
2: it it depends if it's sad if it depends on what it is that you associate you know what i mean like um absolutely and we're multifaceted you know but we always but we like the human mind wants to like label things so (laughs) we we feel we feel comfortable and safe when we're able to say like that we love that that's why I love telling people that I'm a life coach and they're like what (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah like I love to I love to interrupt people's narratives like when i was in the office and uh, people would do like the small talk after the weekend and you know what do people say hey how was your weekend oh it was too short how's yours <laughs> like that conversation yeah, oh, and it's
1: monday blah blah blah
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah like oh like another day you know i'm here i'm live so what i started saying was i would just like throw people off like people would be like how was your weekend i'd be like you know it was really good but it was like kind of crazy so i'm really happy to be back here it's like really grounding to be like here to get sit down get some work done see you guys and they'd be like
3: weirdo (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
2: but that like you know for me a a part of that was because i used to like cringe at small talk but then i realized that small talk holds an important purpose in that It helps people to connect and to see each other and interact so if we can actually bring a little bit of life into the small talk and just like shake things up a little bit and like maybe just be even just like i said being present and listening to someone or someone says oh it's too short oh what what did you do like what you know um it starts to break people out of their um autopilot
3: yeah as
2: well
1: so now that you've been working with multiple clients for the last few months, etc., what um what would you say is the main thing holding people back? Like, do you see a, a pattern? Like, do you see there is like one thing that you could point out, and that's most of the time people are, are 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 being held back or not believing in themselves because of a specific thing.
2: Um. So the first thing that came to mind when you said that is like. Some people, I feel like they're just waiting for permission. Like the people who, the people who come to me, um, and they are drawn to me because of the things I share on social media, like they're ready for it. They want to meditate. They want to journal. They want to manifest, but they're just like, they, they want, like, it's almost like they're waiting for permission. Like I've had clients like, and after the first call, they just have crazy shifts. And they know, like, intuitively what to do and how powerful they are. And I just come in to give them permission and, like, be a mirror for them and say, yeah, you can do this. And you have been doing this in a lot of ways already. Um, So, like, let's, like, fine tune it. So I think that that's the first thing that comes to mind. And the second thing is that like inner child work so kind of what we talked about like looking back on your experiences releasing any like um blame or guilt that you're harboring like those low vibrational feelings that keep you small that's i think holding a lot of people back as well um Hmm. do you guys know like the vibrational scale by dr david hawkins have you ever seen it um So he has a theory that I really like that every emotion is either fear-based or Mm love-based. And when you're in like fear, you're kind of in the lower vibrational emotions and you're contracted in that state. So it could even be physically like if you're stressed and you're sitting over your laptop and your shoulders are hunched over Mm -hmm. and like your breath does not go through your body. It's something physical like that or even mental like you you don't see solutions. You only see exactly what's in front of you. And if it's not the solution, then you don't see anything else. And then when you go higher up the scale, you become expanded. And for example, when I made the move to Miami, it started because a coworker came to me and said, hey, I think I'm gonna apply for a transfer to Fort Lauderdale. And I believe if I was in a contracted state where I was like, I don't want to be here, I'm not living my potential and not doing anything about it, I would have said, okay, good luck. But mm-hmm. instead I was like, ooh, there is an idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, re- I heard that Miami is also hiring. Let's, you know, maybe let's fly there together. Let's let's interview, let's do it. Um, and that's being like in an expanded state. So when you practice getting your emotions up the scale and kind of being in that state of even just f- like flow state which is i think where we met when i was doing a <laughs> presentation on flow um you just you experience things differently you see more opportunities um you you don't really see like problems you kind of are just figuring things out
1: yeah yeah you have an open-minded and you're uh, open mind and you're just you know, trying to figure out
3: yeah
2: exactly that's exactly it open mind expanded
1: i feel also uh, uh like for me uh one of the things that i realized during the the training i did was holding me back mm-hmm. a lot and you know why it still those because it's, it's it's still a work in progress <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's Always. the like yeah <laughs> uh like worrying about how you look or what people think Mm. about you like the opinion of other people like that's like you know like you want to do something but are my parents gonna approve or whoever it is what are they gonna think about me if I do xyz Mm. or stuff like that that's like and we like I mean I'm not gonna say we but I I know like I still do it I'm aware of it now so I catch myself Uh. doing actually (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is better than it was Uh, I can see that I'm doing it because I'm worried that <laughs> whoever is gonna think but it's yeah. yeah I feel that that's something that a lot of people we all do probably every single human yeah. being in, in, in a different degree uh, yes. but if we could go like past this this stuff about worrying how much like we're gonna get how much or whatever <laughs> it is like in, yeah we like in social media or fake like in real or whatever like uh-huh. that 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 would open up a lot of potential on, on people because that's the con when, when, when I think when we say someone is not confident is mm-hmm. that it's like they just don't dare doing whatever they want to do because they're scared of the judgment or the feedback. And, yeah. and and funny thing is that most of the time when we try, feedback is usually good anyway, but yes. we, we stop ourselves. It's just... <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. So there's a, a quote I read that really stuck with me, and it's, um, confidence is not showing up and thinking everyone will like you. It's showing up and thinking, I'll be okay if they don't. Mm. That's the biggest distinction, you know? Being vulnerable, um, yeah being vulnerable and that's another big part of yeah. my coaching like the heavy hitters are self love which is through reparenting and authenticity which is through vulnerability um and the the biggest thing that happens when you understand mindful vulnerability because this is a lot of the stuff I got on this is from Brené Brown mm-hmm. um and she's amazing and she, something i really like is she talks about mindful vulnerability cuz you don't want to take it and run with it and just like be just like super vulnerable ever all the time. There's a time and a place, you know, there needs to be engagement. There needs to be trust. It needs to be reciprocated. So there's definitely like ways to be vulnerable, um, mindfully. Uh, and that's where like healthy ego in my opinion comes into place. Um, but when you learn that and you, flow with it then you inspire other people to do it too Mm because they're like "Oh, okay like Mm -hmm. that person's being themselves i can maybe i can try being myself
1: too (laughs) yeah it's got like a a ripple effect and yeah you can yeah yeah that's a good point yeah yeah Uh, i've got a funny question about what you just said how do you define my mindfulness
2: (laughs) how do i define mindfulness yeah um I define mindfulness by the awareness of the present moment, not adding to it in any way, just being present. And for me, the concept of time is really, really interesting and how relative it is. And I just see that when I'm mindful and I'm aware, uh, and a lot of the, like one of my favorite ways to drop people into meditation is through a mindfulness exercise through engaging all of the senses and when you are just present in the moment aware and mindful then you expand time and it's it's so powerful to do that. Like you just, you know, and this is coming from a person who honestly, the last two months, three months, when things have really, really picked up for me, which I'm so grateful for, I've been like overwhelmed like the entire time. So you should have seen me yesterday cause I'm moving and I'm also launching this community and managing the existing one already. There's like 36 people in there um, and I have my clients and also DJing and so, every like two hours i would sit down and meditate (laughs) i'd be like okay i'm gonna move this i'm gonna make this phone call i'm gonna write this in my planner and then i'm gonna sit for five minutes (laughs) so it's like constantly keeping yourself in check and some days you can do it in the morning and then you are good for the day and then some days you need to sit down for five minutes every two to three hours and recollect yourself um but the reason I'm so motivated to do that is because I've seen the feedback for my environment when I do it and when I don't do it. So I, just, I have so much faith in the practice that I know I have to sit down and, and practice it and do it because that's my experience.
1: And what would you say to people who would like to meditate but they are like, I just can't do it because you know i always think or my brain is always on and i just can't sit down and don't think about work and about blah blah blah. like what Mm -hmm. what's do you have a little tip to to get started
2: um i have a lot of tips (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i think that the um bringing awareness to like your physical surroundings is really really helpful it kind of lets your thoughts go into the background so sitting in your space right now and like looking around looking at the colors looking at the details textures of things the temperature in the room smells you know taking your coffee and like taking a sip of it and really tasting it like bringing that that type of awareness really helps to put your thoughts in the background um, another thing is just simply explaining that it's, you're not trying to remove your thoughts by any means. Like you're just separating yourself from your thoughts. You're just observing them. So like, let them go, like watch them. Like you have them in it and finish them. Cause something else that Alan Rod says is like a lot of anxiety comes from unfinished thought processes. So like, Oh, okay. Like I don't want to do this because this might happen. Okay. So keep going. This is going to, that might happen and then what and then what and then what and it's usually uh, not as bad as you think when you think leave it, it open-ended be, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know like okay i'm gonna post this and no one's gonna like it and then what uh, you know like maybe one person will like it and and that's a huge win <laughs> um you know or or okay it didn't work and then i'll try something else like there's not a limited number of tries for something like you know in most cases um, so finishing your thoughts, uh, le- allowing them to go is is huge too. And then I think the third thing that's is, is really powerful is to uh, leverage community. So meditate with other people um, in a group. In a fr- so I have in the Pocket Yoda um, community, I have a one of my good friends she is she just finished her yoga teacher training but she is an incredible meditation instructor um i i don't know if you guys know lids um, uh lydia let's babe on no, instagram she is uh so people recognize because we have like weekly meetups where everybody introduces each other and like gets to know each other and i have her sometimes lead a meditation and people really resonate with her and I she's already done like four or five maybe more private sessions where people are just like hey do you mind if you just one-on-one guide me through a quick like 10-15 minute meditation and she connects with them and she walks them through what to do what to think she has like different strategies and she's a really good at holding space hmm. so people feel like they can you know feel safe there yeah with her yeah um so you know doing it with with someone else is really helpful
1: too it's interesting it's interesting you say that because personally i've I've, like i got into the habit of meditating every day when we moved to miami so like two and a half years ago Mm. and and we've done Mm -hmm. a few group meditation and i actually don't really like the group one (laughs) Uh yeah i i I like to be like on my own like my spot is on the beach listening to the waves that just get me i'm out (laughs) that's it me
2: too Uh. me too i'm the same way i don't really love guided meditations um but that's another big thing and this is part of my my coaching as well as that um you need to find a style that resonates with you Mm, um there's different types of meditation there's like zen meditation where you sit with your legs crossed or maybe not even but you just find stillness and then there's like walking meditation there's a mantra meditation like something different works for everybody so not to get discouraged
0: if you try something and you don't like it just try something different that works for you it's similar with yoga teachers as well like different yoga teachers teach entirely different classes so I guess it's the same with meditation find someone who works for what you want and then go from there exactly exactly absolutely
1: and I was telling to that recently we (laughs) two weeks ago I think we locked ourselves out of the apartment (laughs) so we were stuck outside for like two hours i think waiting for a guy Uh to come open the door Uh for us so Uh we 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 sat outside on the street for yeah i don't know how long and and i was like god meditation works two like three years ago i would be so upset hungry <laughs> shouting at you like insulting ev- the entire <laughs> world blaming rosie blaming my everyone Like i would literally be like mad and i was like and and i could see myself sitting in the street just saying like yes all right just wait right like, and i was like <laughs> shit so who the fuck is this guy like <laughs> who the hell am i <laughs> uh, <that's amazing. laughs> it was so strange that's to amazing. see that's
2: it so Well, yeah, absolutely, (laughs) because something else I talk about is neuroplasticity and how meditation creates new neural pathways. You are reprogramming yourself. Like psychologists used to say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Your programming is determined between ages of like 7 to 14, but you reprogram your mind Meditation is one of the many like powerful ways to do that, and you have lived it absolutely.
1: But but you don't. It's funny because you don't see it on a daily basis. Like when you meditate yes. every day, you don't you don't notice. Like it's not like you open your eyes. It's like oh, I'm different. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. but one but once in a while something happened, and it's like, hey Ziggy. <laughs> uh, once in a while something happened, and it's like, oh, I'm not reacting. As I would have reacted a few months ago. Yeah, absolutely. That's
2: And that's beautiful awareness that you have um, because a, a big rewarding part of the journey is to see your own progress. And, you know, like, uh, this is going to be, I'll, I'm going to drop another Alan Watts here. It's like, what, with resonance, it's like, what's the, what's the point of being happy if you don't know that you're happy? Like, oh, you know,
3: it's like point. you want to stop and, like, and
2: that's another part of mindfulness is like you know sitting in the the lower vibrations when you need to but also being like wow things are really good right now like stopping to take inventory of this stuff that's going well um so you can attract more of it um but I definitely feel you on that like I, one thing I always do is when I'm you know I live in Brickell so I often get stuck behind a bridge that's hmm. opening up so whenever that happens I program my mind to be like this means it's a time to pause
3: Yeah,
2: and like i'll 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 always post it on my story and be like up oh, time to pause and people are like i hate when that happens or like oh they're the worst and i'm like <laughs> no that's your story that you've created for yourself like for me my story is the universe has this time to pause something is looking out for me and it's it's a good opportunity for me to to take a step back
1: yeah because actually it's just a random event happening and and yes. you decide what to make with it because if you look at it on the neutral way it's just a bridge opening and you just have to wait that's it that, yes. that's what it is there's <laughs> no emotion there's no emotion involved in it it's just a. you're right that's it you're right but you can absolutely. decide to see it as a super annoying event <laughs> because you're gonna be late or whatever or you can decide to just don't judge it or yeah 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 absolutely
2: absolutely don't judge it that's a really good a good one
1: but it's not easy (laughs) no one's
2: saying no one's saying that it's easy you know (laughs) but what's easy like it's it's not worth it if it's you know there's not a little challenge to it good point
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you just before we finish can you tell us a little bit more about the neuroplasticity stuff that you said before Um, oh yeah what's different way to reprogram yourself for meditation. I'm curious about that.
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways. Um, Meditation, um, just like uh, different new experiences. Um, You know, one of uh, one of my favorite tactics is just like interrupting old thought patterns. Um, So, you know, uh, trying to do things differently, just even just simple, like old habits, um, just being aware of them and just doing it differently. Um, I'm trying to think of like an example, uh, you know, trying new tactics. So for the the Pocket Yoda Social Club, I'm really excited because in August um, one of the girls is going to lead uh, mirror talk. Have you guys ever heard of that? Um, like, no, but I've seen actually, my, the actually twenty one like, day. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anastasia is going to leave that. I, I don't know. I, I, you, I'm sure you guys have met her. Islands yeah, of Venus met her, is yeah. her Instagram. No. We met her um, Jim
0: quick.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So she did it. Um, and she felt the results right away. Uh, it was through a book by L- Louise Hay. Um, okay. and so it's like just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, Affirmations. So for me, my thoughts on affirmations are like it's a tool. It's not going to resolve your, you know, deep limiting beliefs. It's just one element that you can add to kind of your whole experience, but it's powerful. It is powerful. And I've done it myself. I haven't done it like a consistent 21 days, but just seeing yourself and getting comfortable with what you look like and how you move and your language to yourself, how you speak to yourself, uh, interrupting any, cause you know, 95% of our thoughts or something like that are recycled. Um, and so many of them inherently, if we don't shift, are negative. So interrupting those thought patterns is neuroplasticity. You're creating a new way of thinking and that shifts your environment cause you get on a different, vibrational level and different frequency and so the the things the people the events that are around you are going to match your vibration that's just quantum physics um so yeah here I go just (laughs) so just raise it (laughs) so just doing like doing things differently and interrupting um old pathways that have and you know and the more the more like uh, like stiff they are. Sometimes it takes longer, but it doesn't have to. Um, it doesn't have to take a long time. It's it's about like your intention as well. Hmm.
1: And is it? I don't know. When when this one thing, I I don't have the answer, but like when we say neuroplasticity, is it literally been scientifically proven that it's actually changing? physically something in the brain or is it something we say because we just build new habit and it's like a saying or it's actually like a
2: no no it's it's happening yeah
1: it's crazy that's insane (laughs) okay
2: yeah i mean Mm. i'm not an i'm not an expert on that but from the research that i've done like from what i use that yeah it's it's definitely happening
1: Hmm. brain is a mysterious powerful thing it is and that's why
2: like um <laughs> one of the you know one other tactic um of a mindset change is shifting from judgment to curiosity um so instead of being hard on yourself or being a certain way you start to ask questions like why am i this way like why even in this case why does my brain work this way um how can what can i do to make it work a little differently um, you know, and if like you keep having the same situations happen in your life, you just know that you're the common denominator and you're thinking, okay, if the, the same thing is happening to me in my life, instead of being hard on myself and like, I'm so dumb, this always happens to me. Why do I keep ha- letting this happen? You just shift to curiosity. Why is this happening? Why does this, why does the same situation keep appearing? What can I do differently? What can I change? Um, and then you do it.
1: Mm. never heard that that's interesting I have to I have to think about this one later <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to meditate on it after um, yeah mm. cool
0: I have loved this conversation yeah. I'm just <laughs> sat here listening I haven't oh! much, I, just, so I enjoyed listening to you two talking <laughs> I
3: thought
1: yeah, you I, I can see you.
2: like you're, you're sitting there I so see your eyes
3: <laughs> lit
1: up um, I see you <laughs> Um. yeah I'd have to think about this one I like it not judging, but being curious about it. I'm really curious, mm-hmm. so I should be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And
2: that's and that's an interruption.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's neuroplasticity.
1: Hmm. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you learn something new every day. There you go. There you go. I'm yeah.
2: happy to have delivered mm-hmm. the message.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't have any question personally. Do you? No. No. So. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, Alina, for sharing all that. That was a really interesting conversation that I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> so thank you.
0: My pleasure. Where can we find you some... on? Sorry, where can we find you on social media? if People want to find you and join conversations join and join the club. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: can we... Where can we find Yeah. You? So um, I'm definitely super active on Instagram. Uh, it's uh-huh. Alina Suk. Um, my my first name is a kind of tricky. It's E L L i-n-a s-u-k-h and um the community is pocket yoda social club okay and that's just pocket social club. <laughs> why
1: yoda i've i've got uh, actually when you send it the first time i was like why pocket yoda where, where does that uh-huh. come from
2: um so my friend Liz, the one who's been doing the meditations with uh, the other members um i started calling her pocket buddha um, because I like, you know, I can always call her. I can always text her and she has a very like calm way and like a good perspective on things. So I started calling her a pocket Buddha and then, um, somehow she started calling me a pocket Yoda. And, um, <laughs> okay. for me, what that represents is just like a force within you. So my idea is, you know everyone has this within them 100 percent like that's not a doubt in my mind so it's just uh and and the community is online so you always have it like in your phone like we have a very active like group chat where we're sharing resources and celebrating birthdays and um you know hi, like highlighting each other and um so it's pocket because it's like available to you in your phone all the time and it's mm. just a bunch of people who are tapping into that force that's within them and living their life in that way
1: i like it that's mm. a good one. <laughs> 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 good one well done <laughs> congrats <you>. on that thank <laughs> you thank you thank you thank you thank you all right i'll link everything in the show note anyway so people can get in touch with you um uh, easily on, on instagram um well i think that's it for the episode then yeah thank you
0: so much for <laughs> listening guys we really hope you enjoyed the episode thank you so much for being on and talking to us i really enjoyed the conversation i was just sat here listening but it was lovely <laughs> thank you <laughs> and we'll be back next wednesday next wednesday with a new episode thank you so much for tuning in and we will speak to you soon
1: yeah thank you again elena and uh yeah we'll see you next week bye.
0: my pleasure bye guys before you leave we have a wonderful surprise Alina has given us a code for 50% off her pocket yoda social club for the first month with the code welcome pocket yoda all in capitals welcome pocket yoda if you use that you get 50% off the first month of her social club this is amazing thank you so much Alina for offering this to our audience and to our listeners we really hope you take advantage of it and go and join her go and join the club and yeah have fun